This is Anthony Johnson for the Pain in the Past podcast. Thanks for tuning in and making your choice to explore and potentially relieve chronic pain. Find strength and success in numbers by joining a community built on chronic pain healing at painpass.com. If you're experiencing chronic pain, symptoms, or sensations, and do not have any medical illness or diagnosis, the information in this podcast is for you. This show is about chronic pain caused by tension myositis syndrome, or TMS, based on Dr. John Sarno's theory of emotional suppression causing physical pain. As always, you are responsible for your own medical and professional treatment of all pain and symptoms. This is not professional medical advice and cannot be used as such. For more information, questions, or to join the Pain in the Past community support group, join us at painpast.com. This podcast is to share my personal journey of emotional healing and how I ended more than 20 years of chronic pain. Here, we are going to learn and grow and heal together. This is my personal story of my pain in the past. Hello and welcome to Pain in the Past. This is Anthony Johnson and this is episode 77, which is an update. If you've listened to previous episodes, you know that the journey of brain pain, perceived danger, TMS, whatever you want to call it, is very tricky. (laughs) Some days are great, some days are good, some days are okay, some days are not so good, and some days are just plain old a pain in the ass. So since the last episode, things have been pretty good, but there have also been times when things are thrown in there that are, let's just say, undesired. So, and then you get to the point, or I get to the point where I think, are you telling me that a simple thought about something is actually causing that thing to happen? Are you telling me that a simple conversation about something is actually causing that thing to happen? I had a conversation with someone about back pain. I haven't experienced back pain in, I guess, quite a few years at this point. I mean, I've experienced enough sensations, symptoms, pains in my body that back pain certainly is not one that I also want to add to the list. But just from a standpoint of I haven't had back pain and then to experience back pain after having a conversation about it was uh, is it's a little bit bizarre, but it's also unnerving. So I went to a party on Saturday. I ran into my former chiropractor. And she said, I haven't seen you. (laughs) And I said, well, I don't need you. Now, a lot of that has to do with the fact that 
she did give me some really good exercises to do. Mostly uh, pelvic tilts, which I had been doing, I will say, pretty frequently. But that's not the thing that got me out of the pain. The thing that got me out of the pain was not thinking about pain, knowing that my back was okay, and just going about my life, going about my day, going to the gym, doing all the things that I would normally do, and knowing that I'm okay. So I had this conversation. It was fine. She was happy because even though I wasn't still coming in, she was happy that I wasn't in pain because I was using some of the techniques that she had given me. Whether or not those specific techniques are what got rid of my back pain, that's pretty much irrelevant. I don't really care. All I know is I've been free of back pain until a few days after this conversation. So getting out of bed, I felt this slight little low back pain that I am familiar with. I haven't had it in years, but I know what that little pain is. So I think what happened was that instantly sent my brain into, oh no, what's that? So I'm laying in bed. I'm going to get up. I feel this slight little pain and my brain says, oh no, what is that? It's back. It's hurting. What's going on? We haven't had this. And then the doom and the gloom of what's going to happen next. How's my day going to be ruined? How's my week going to be ruined? How is this going to turn out? When is this going away? And of course, if you've been working with these processes, if you've been working with brain pain, all that does is make it worse, right? So I get up and I literally have back pain. Like, and not just, oh yeah, it's back pain. (laughs) This is similar to the back pain that I had when I was 14 years old. So I can't stand up completely straight. I can walk down the hall of my home with my left shoulder raised, my right shoulder lowered, because that keeps my back in a specific position that doesn't feel painful. So I eventually, you know, I breathe through it, I think through it, I stand up straight, I'm okay. And then I bend over, maybe an hour later, to pick up socks in the hopes that I'm going to put these socks on. And then I get this stabbing pain. So in this situation, it literally feels like someone came up behind me and stuck a knife in my lower back. So I just, you know, I drop, I guess, to the bed. Like I brace myself on the bed and I grab my back and then I'm pretty sure at that point, that's where I just totally lost it. I broke down. I'm thinking, what the hell's going on here? This is not happening. This is not allowed to happen. So 
I'm throwing in anger, I'm throwing in frustration, I'm throwing in disbelief. And in the moment, all of those things were very warranted. My pain at that very moment was extreme. Like, we're talking zero pain to, okay, maybe a pain of three, to getting out of bed and having a pain of like six or seven, to bending over to pick up socks and having a pain feel like it's a 20 on a 10 scale. So, of course, you know, I was really upset. And as I said before, if you've been following the podcast, if you know anything about TMS and Dr. Sarno's book, you know the last thing we really want to do is get upset, add in frustration, be angry with ourselves, tell ourselves that we're broken, tell ourselves that something's wrong, because all that does is add to the pain add to the frustration. The longer we're frustrated, the longer the pain hangs around. But in those moments, (laughs) it's very difficult to suddenly just switch your brain to, oh, I'm okay. I'm safe. This doesn't mean anything. My back is fine. So, I did eventually get to that point um i would think maybe in an hour or so i was back into the mode of this is fine this thing happened it won't last it's going away for the most part my back felt i'm gonna say decent it certainly did not feel a hundred percent and we're on i want to say day number two two day number three I believe we're going into day number three and it's not perfect it feels like something's off and that's not the feeling that I had before I had the conversation with my former chiropractor about my back so that leads me to wonder you know Am I now in a fear loop of, I can't talk about this. I can't think about this. I can't talk about my back pain. I can't talk about my hip pain. I can't talk about my foot pain. I can't talk about my frequent urination or any of the other things that I previously experienced I don't want to be in fear about talking about them. They were my reality. But at the same time, I'm going to have a certain level or I do have a certain level of fear around talking about them if it seems talking about them leads to them manifesting in my body. So I think that's totally bizarre. I'm sure there are more Uh, techniques or things that I can do that will not lead to pain simply because I had a conversation about it or thought about it. But that is just something else that we need to add to the list, making sure that 
We're okay with conversations. We're okay with talking about things. We're okay with thoughts. Knowing that thoughts about back pain do not lead to back pain. Knowing that conversations about back pain or foot pain or hip pain or shoulder pain do not cause physical manifestation of that pain. Like just imagine if that was everyone's reality. Oh, I talked about back pain today and now I have back pain. <laughs> now, that has been a lot of people's reality. But in that, there are certain levels of fear. And the fear is what drives the pain. The brain says, oh, something must be wrong. They're afraid. Let's send this pain so that they're not afraid. They're not thinking about fear. Now they're focused on the pain. So now we have the pain, and now we get frustrated, and now we get angry. And it's that loop that we get into with the brain saying, oh, send more pain. They're thinking about things that are upsetting them. Send them pain so they won't think about the things. They'll think about the pain. And it's just a ridiculous loop that we get into. Sometimes it's hard to get out of. You know, we have to sit. We have to think. We have to breathe. We have to understand what's happening. We have to understand how to get out of it. And we have to keep using the same processes over and over and over and over and over. And eventually, it doesn't happen anymore. And some people have this thing where it fixes itself, it goes away, their brain adjusts, their body adjusts, and you know, it could be a month, it could be nine months, it could be six months, it could be two weeks. I've heard stories of people that read Dr. Sarno's book, and immediately after finishing the book, the pain went away. So in that same scenario, there are people that have read the book, they've tried everything, they've thought through processes, they've read the book years ago, they're still in pain. Just like everything else in life, every individual is different, every individual will see different success rates. I'm just saying my personal experience is I have an understanding that having a conversation led me to have a fear that the conversation might <laughs> and that's exactly what happened so it wasn't the conversation it was the fear that the conversation might so I just need to get into having more conversations and having more thoughts and knowing that I'm still okay so that's a cleanup of thinking fear and talking fear. So fear that I talk about this thing or fear that I think about this thing will lead to this thing. I mean, we're at the point, many of us are at that point where all of these things that are generated in the brain are caused by fear. And we keep the fear loop going if we constantly think fearful things about things that we normally do that shouldn't cause any pain. 
no one would ever walk up to us, any doctor, really, and say, oh yeah, make sure you don't talk about pain because then you're going to get pain. Make sure you don't think about pain because you're going to get pain. It's, are we fearful that if we have a conversation, it'll cause pain? Are we afraid that if we think about pain, it'll cause pain? In those cases, in most cases, it will cause pain. I'm living proof. (laughs) I'm laying here today, literally proving that that's what happens if we get into the loop of thoughts cause pain, conversations cause pain. That's the same as uh, physical activity. If I bend over to pick up my socks, it causes pain. If I bend over to pick up something off the floor, if I lean over to mop the floor, if I lean over to run the vacuum, you know, the list will go on and on and on and on of things that we could be fearful of, but we should not be fearful of because those are simply not things that will cause any type of physical pain. Now, if I bent over and I picked up that vacuum and I slammed you in the back, yeah, you're going to get back pain. But just doing normal everyday activities, including sitting, including laying on the sofa, watching a movie, those things do not cause back pain. We have been taught culturally, societally, We can't sit, we can't do this, we can't run, we can't go up steps, we have to do certain things in certain ways, we have to bend over a certain way. That's all baloney. The earliest people, cavemen, cavewomen, do you think that they were concerned about how long they stooped, how long they sat, how they bent over to pick up a stick? how they broke the stick? Absolutely not. The human body is capable of doing anything we want to do, within reason, of course. I wouldn't try to lift 15,000 pounds with my back because that would be kind of (laughs) ridiculous. But normal everyday activities, exercising, strength training, you know, athletes... All of that, our body is made to adjust. We can sit all day. Maybe we need to stretch. Maybe we need to do some somatic movements. But that doesn't mean we can't sit for six hours or eight hours or ten hours. It's all states of mind. It's all thinking processes. It's all believing. And it's basically just... Not having fear that these things cause pain, discomfort, sensations, symptoms, etc. So we're going to continue with the same process, breathing through it, reassuring the brain that the body is okay, reassuring my brain that I'm safe, that everything's fine, feeling the sensation, knowing that I'm in pain, Breathing through the pain, 
having awareness of the pain and then going about my day without having my attention be on the pain, having my attention be on moving freely, moving comfortably, moving easily, and just having thoughts that my pain is in the past. Thank you for listening today. If you like more information, visit us at painpast.com. Have a wonderful day. And that's our show for today. Chronic pain can leave us feeling depressed, lonely, helpless, and hopeless. Don't isolate yourself. Join our community of other people who are also experiencing chronic pain and related symptoms by signing up at painpass.com. For the Chronic Pain Members Area, newsletter, and podcast guest information, sign up at painpass.com. If you enjoyed this show, please be sure to subscribe so that you're notified of new episodes. Please rate and review this podcast and maybe share it with someone who may benefit. See your medical professional, doctor, or therapist and inquire about your own personal options for your pain relief. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope I provided you with some inspiring thoughts that may help you in your life so that you can say your pain is in the past.